Welcome to the Brownstoner Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Schneps, publisher of Brownstoner. My guest today is Lou Belisario, a real estate agent with Compass, who heads up the 20-person Belisario Cruise Rain Team. Welcome, Lou. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, Lou, you're a third-generation real estate broker who grew up in Marine Park. So, obviously, you know Southern Brooklyn really well. But you sold every kind of home in every neighborhood in Brooklyn. How has Brooklyn changed in recent years? And what would be your best advice to a first-time home buyer looking to get a foothold in the market? Yeah, I mean, uh, Brooklyn has transformed in uh, the last 15 years I've been doing it. Um, I think the, the best example of it is just to kind of look around where we are right now. Right? When, I, when I first started in real estate, I started in Marine Park, but I moved my career to, to, to Fort Greene. And I started in Fort Greene in about 2008. And I remember walking outside my office uh, at 75 Lafayette Avenue, and you could look into the sky, and there'd only be one building, and that right. would be one handsome place. And now you could look to the right, and it's just filled with developments and towers and new condos and rental buildings. And uh, just the transformation in real estate development in Brooklyn has been you know, in, intense in the last uh, you know, 15 years or so. The people of Brooklyn have completely changed also, which I think is you know, uh, you know, a benchmark of Brooklyn anyway, is that Brooklyn's always been a diverse and changing uh, you know, uh, place in, in this country. So um, yeah, it's been great to watch. Um, you know, it's just been a phenomenal thing for the last 15 years to see. So I'm proud of that. And uh, in terms of a first-time home buyer, I mean, uh, the, the best thing I could advise a first-time home buyer to do is uh, to learn what your buying power is, what your spending power in the market. Uh, you don't want to go out there without knowing that because you're all over the place. So you have to have a plan. You know, that's for anything in life. If you don't have a plan, you're kind of everywhere. So learn what your, what your buying power is. Get pre-approved for a mortgage. Um, it's no cost to you whatsoever. It does not affect your credit score. Another big myth out there. Mm-hmm. Um, find out what that is. It's free. You know, you have nothing to lose. Um, you may think you could spend 500, but you can only spend 450, or maybe you could spend 700, and that opens up different markets for you and different opportunities. So that'd be my number one piece of advice. Well, it's a good piece of advice because that does narrow down the search. Um, but what about in terms of the neighborhoods that they could? should consider sure i mean uh i think at this point it's not the old school brooklyn anymore so you know back in the day it used to be a little bit different uh, of why you bought in brooklyn um i think now you know people are buying in brooklyn mainly in my opinion uh for you know for, for three reasons either the school district the transportation or just the culture sure. right so you have places like a bushwick or a cypress hills that's very up and coming now in terms of an artist community used to be williamsburg and that kind of everybody kind of followed the l train down uh and then you have neighborhoods in south brooklyn like marine park or uh, or midwood bergen beach mill basin those neighborhoods have phenomenal school districts um and they're relatively affordable the trade is that it's just a little bit further away and your transportation is going to be as you know as 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 easy uh it's a two-fare zone that, down that way uh, but then you have the location part. A big neighborhood that's blowing up right now is uh, is Flatbush, East Flatbush. Uh, it's in central Brooklyn, and it's it's relatively close to the two and the five train. Um, and it's it's a quick, easy shot in and out of Manhattan and other parts of Brooklyn you have to get to. So we're seeing a lot of transformations down that way also. So I guess it's really what your need is, but those are usually the top three needs in, 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 in my experience that somebody buys here in Brooklyn. So just narrowing down what the biggest need is for you. And then what about guidance when it comes to a home versus a condo versus a co-op? Mm-hmm. How do you guide people in terms of the type of property? Well, I, I tend to ask people questions. What's, you know, what, uh, what are they looking for? For me, I like to use it off of my own personal experience. The first house I ever bought was a multifamily home. And I did that 
to <clears throat> use that as a, 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 a base, a foundation to, you know, eventually buy the home of my dreams, right? So sometimes people want to just jump in to buy something and they're not really ready to buy something yet. Maybe you're not ready for a four-story brownstone yet, you know, so maybe a, an opportunity in a condo is there and you could build up from a condo to eventually get to a, uh, a four-story brownstone or, you know, maybe a single-family home that's only a 1,000 square feet is your game. You know, I like to ask people what, what's the most important part of it. Do you like big, huge space to take care of? Do you want a small space? Do you want... Uh, convenience, uh, do you want rental income? Those are all things we have to figure out. On a personal basis, the best thing I could have ever done in my entire life was buy a two-family house, collect rental income, offset my costs completely, which eventually led me to buying the house that I eventually wanted to spend the rest of my life in. Um, and that's also a live and earn opportunity when you buy a multifamily property. And Brooklyn has multifamily properties in every single neighborhood. So to me, if you're a first-time home buyer, look at a multifamily property. Why not? Um, I know a lot of first-time buyers that buy co-ops also. Co-ops are a great opportunity. I think 60% of all the real estate in New York City are co-ops. Wow. You know, I think that's the, that's the number, six out of every 10. So if you could buy a co-op at a reasonable price, uh, it's, a, it's a great thing. You know, I think you have a lot more opportunity, you know, uh, financially, though, when, when you're buying a house only because there's different loan products out there. Most co-ops require 20% down. So, you know, figure a co-op is $400,000, $500,000 for a one-bedroom somewhere. You need $100,000 to buy that co-op, you know. Uh, you may only need $50,000 to buy that two-family house, you know. So it's just about breaking it down, figuring out what you, what's best for you. You know, you touched on a little bit about up-and-coming neighborhoods. You brought up Flatbush as sure. one of them. Mm -hmm. um, and earlier we talked a little bit about Canarsie. But could you talk to, to me a little bit about where you feel offers great value now and tell us more about those areas? Sure. I think uh, I'm seeing a big trend of people moving from, like, Park Slope into Bay Ridge. I think that's a big that's opportunity a zone for, for people coming from that side of Brooklyn. And if you look at Brooklyn, uh, I always look at Brooklyn as a circle right and trends tend to come north to south right so if you live in park slope and maybe park slope is is unaffordable now bay ridge is a great option then you move over to central brooklyn and maybe now bed-stuy and crown heights is millions of dollars and now people are coming further south into flatbush east flatbush canarsie great area to purchase in right now um i always think that central and southern brooklyn always kind of get the short end of the stick in Brooklyn, you know, because it's not, it's not Williamsburg, it's not Fort Greene, it's not Park Slope, but those neighborhoods down that way are phenomenal, phenomenal neighborhoods. You know, blue-collar, working-class people, um, you know, relatively close to a train. It's not like there's no trains down there at all. Uh, really great school districts. I love Marine Park. Obviously, I'm partial to it. Um, I currently actually live in the Rockaways, so the Rockaways are a big... Uh, you know, other part. It's not Brooklyn, it's Queens, but it's still, a, you know, close enough to Brooklyn where there's a lot of opportunity out that way, too. Especially during the summer. It's great. Love the summer. That's why I moved down, down there. there, man. That's the best thing I've ever did in my life was move there. So talk about the market where it stands today. Would you say it's a good time to buy or sell a home in Brooklyn? Yeah, well, if you asked me this question three months ago, I would probably say, no, it's a little bit crazy. Um, but it's actually settled down and kind of balanced out over the last three months or so in Brooklyn. So I would say, yeah, I think it's a great time to buy. Obviously, interest rates are dropping every single day. Uh, so if you get into a 30-year fixed mortgage in the mid to low threes, I think it's a home run. It's basically free money. So I think you should absolutely take advantage of that. And in terms of selling a home, Brooklyn is still in massive demand. Um, and it's, it's, Brooklyn's become its own brand. We both know that over the last 15 years. So Brooklyn will always, in my opinion, hold its value. Um, and if you see people are, f are kind of fleeing New York City, I consider New York City 
obviously the five boroughs, but Manhattan mainly, right? And they're coming into Brooklyn uh, for opportunity like they've, con they've always done for the last, you know, 10 to 15 years that Brooklyn's kind of been on the map, uh, you know, for, for, that, for that buyer base. So, um, yeah, I think the time to sell is it's a great time to sell. I mean, uh, different price points um, are affected differently. So I think if you're in the 1.5 and lower market, it's on absolute fire right now. Um, if you're 1.5 plus, depending on the property and the location, I think it's a little bit slower. It might take you three months to sell your house as opposed to 30 days, but the market is still very, very strong um, across the borough. Wow. So someone that's been in this business, you know, most of your adult life and, yeah. you know, family for multi-generation, mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen a lot. So can you share some of the most surprising things that you've seen in your years in real estate? <laughs> Yeah, I could definitely. Some of them I can't speak about, probably. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it as PG-ish as possible. We'll go PG thirteen for this. Um, the most surprising thing for me is is honestly how some people live. I got to be completely honest. If I'm being straight, some people you just don't realize how some people live in this borough. Um, and it honestly could be. It could be a very sad thing. I've seen a lot of places where I'm just like, wow, I can't believe that somebody's living in this home, you know, um, in the condition that it's in, in, you know, some people are hoarders and, uh, you know, aren't up to, you know, keeping the house where it should be. Um, to me, that's the most surprising thing. I guess that's because uh, you live how you live and you don't really get to see how other people live. And it opens up uh, your eyes on how other people live. Um, so I'd say that's probably the most surprising thing. A lot of when I when I first started in real estate, I probably wouldn't have ever expected to see a lot of the, the stuff that I've seen over the years um, in that world. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's probably. Well, I'm sure thing. that's a major challenge when it's. It's a, a big challenge, man. It's <laughs> tough. You know, it, it is tough, and it, when you ha when you're having that conversation, that's the biggest. That's the biggest challenge is if you walk into somebody's home, and you know it's really not in the shape to show it to people. How do you have that conversation because that person is so emotionally attached to where they live, and you don't want to insult somebody. Uh, but you want to be able to at least be honest with them um, and say, listen, you know, you may have to clean this up or get these things out of here or maybe box some stuff up and, you know, put it in the garage or something for a little bit. Um, and believe me, people fight back and they don't, want to, they don't want to do that. This is my home. I don't want to, you know, I barely even want to sell my home in, 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 in the scenario, uh, but I have to. So I'm not going to make it easy and I'm going to live here how I want to live. And I understand that most times. And it's just a matter of prepping people before they get there, but, you know, for what they're going to, you know, walk into. Sure. So I guess this is one of the closing questions is what inspires you about Brooklyn? Oh, man. Let's start with uh, what ins everything about Brooklyn inspires me. I think Brooklyn runs through my veins. I'm, uh, you know, probably a fourth or fifth generation Brooklynite. I always like to say to people, um, when you go somewhere and somebody asks you where you're from, right, you don't say I'm from New York. You say you're from Brooklyn if you're from Brooklyn because being from Brooklyn, you're proud to be from Brooklyn. Uh, so Brooklyn's inspired me man, for forever, dude. I mean, definitely since, since I'm, I'm born and raised here. It's just uh, I, I like to watch the change of Brooklyn, right? So Brooklyn, if you, I, I know the, a lot of history about Brooklyn. Brooklyn's always been a melting pot, a changing place. Uh, every neighborhood has always changed people and culture over the years, and that kind of inspires me because it's like Brooklyn opens its arms up to anybody. Brooklyn welcomes anybody to come in and live here and spend their life here and create a life here, open a business here. Uh, Brooklynites motivate other Brooklynites, right? So that, that's, my, that's always been my inspiration is that I know I could walk down the block and have a conversation with anybody. doesn't make a difference what color you are, what you do, you know, what your, your religion is, what your sexual preference is. It doesn't make a difference. You're welcomed 
in Brooklyn. And that's, that's inspiration to me. And that's something that I think that, you know, the rest of the world, forget this country, the entire planet can look at Brooklyn as an example of that and, and hopefully, you know, use that same inspiration to kind of help change the world and, uh, and make it a better place. Well, if you're looking for an agent and a team that know Brooklyn, Lou, thank you for being with us. You got it. We know Brooklyn. Lou Bessario from Compass Real Estate. Thanks again. That's it. Thank you. <laughs>